we're back. Jeff, we're chatting Impossible Burgers headed to grocery stores. So first up, I'd like to welcome our guest. His name is Professor H.G. Parsa. He's a professor of lodging management at the University of Denver. He has an MS in food science. H.G., how are you doing? Good morning. Good morning. How are you? It's a pleasure to have you on the call. So, yeah, of course. So, before we get into the uh, the conversation here with you, I want to break down this topic for our audience. So, basically, what we're seeing is that starting today, this is probably the most timely story we've ever done. Impossible Burgers are <laughs> finally in grocery stores. So, there's going to be 27 Gelson's markets in Southern California that will now be stocking the faux meat, um, and it basically has plans to reach every region in the U.S. by the middle of next year. Uh, you can compare this to Beyond Meat, uh, Beyond Meat, excuse me, which is already in Whole Foods, Target, Sprouts, and other grocers since June. So now that Impossible Burgers is hitting the scene, I think competition is going to be more aggressive now. So HG, uh, you know, the, the rollout for this has been really focused. Over the last week, they've been teasing uh, that Impossible is coming to shelves near you. They're playing up the marketing strategy. Do you think that having these burgers accessible and ready for home chefs is going to live up to the hype? Absolutely. I tried the burger, by the way. It is fabulous. You yes. can't tell the difference. Before that, I spent 15 years in hamburger business. I know hamburger tastes like, it should taste like. Um, question is, by putting them in the grocery stores, these two companies are putting a pressure on the restaurant companies, saying that, look, our product's so good, people are demanding it in the grocery store. Mm. If the guys don't put on your menu in your restaurants, you're going to be behind now, see, okay. that, that's interesting. Yeah. So so you're seeing this move as actually being a, a point of pressure for the restaurant industry to get them, you know, quick service restaurants, fast casual, even, uh, even higher end restaurants to jump on board yeah. faster. Yeah. I'm surprised. Red Robin, the hamburger, the gourmet hamburger place right here in Denver, they should have that on their menu. Because it's uh, expanding hamburgers beyond beef. So that is what's happening now by putting the grocery store, getting that consumer acceptance. When that happens, they will demand the restaurant, hey, how come you don't have it? Right. That's what's going to happen next. Right. So uh, another aspect of this I think is very interesting is um, the challenges that are going to come with distribution and logistics, which I think are the most crucial challenges that come with growth like this. Um, so yep. what are your recommendations for Impossible Foods? You know, What are they going to have to keep in mind as they expand beyond just B2B restaurant delivery, but now they're doing B2B grocery delivery and distribution and, and logistics? Excellent, Excellent point. Let me give you this a good example from Oprah, okay? Love it. When Oprah mentions a product, it happened, good friend of mine, the ice cream shop, her name was mentioned in Oprah. Within three days, her website crashed because <laughs> demand is so high. Wow. <laughs> she said, don't do that, Oprah. You're killing my website. Couldn't keep up. It took them three months to recover. 
sitting fabulous in a second, third store, she's great. What's the point? Point is, once the McDonald's comes calling, is impossible for the ready to supply that large quantity worldwide or nationwide. That is my concern. Are the suppliers ready with their production strategies? Hardcore and materials. That's where it is. When McDonald's calls, it's going to be a tsunami. Right. That's going to happen. Yeah, right. Are the suppliers ready for it? Yeah, which which I, I think is, is the core of the conversation here. I mean, do they have the infrastructure? Do they have the manpower? Do they have, yeah. um, you know, do, do they even have, yeah, exactly. Do they even have the supply to, you know, if McDonald's yeah. rings, if Wendy's rings and they want uh, the Impossible Burger on their menu, are yeah. they ready to sign that deal? Or is that like, oh, give us a year. And by then, you know, are, are they even going to want it? Correct. Right. Second thing is, when the big burger companies come calling, first thing they will say, our burger should be different than Burger King. Right. Can you make a variation? Don't sell the same thing to everybody. You know what I mean? Right. Do they have the R&D ready to give that different flavors of the burgers? Just like ice cream. You can't sell the same vanilla to everybody. Okay? So it's just not impossible burger anymore. Impossible burger with the variation. Different sizes. Do they have baby size? Kids pack. Do they have that? That's easy. So, different companies are going to ask different flavors, different variations. Are they ready with their R and D? That's one question we have to answer. Yeah, and I, I also know that the, the move to grocery stores and the kind of the cost for yeah. paying for shelf space can be a big That's money right. sink the first time around. Exactly. Um, do yes. you think that the move to stores is going to turn a profit sooner than later, or is it just going to be a money sink for the first few years, but they're going to balance it out by wins in you know partnerships maybe, or just the exposure? It, it, it is just a marketing expense. They are not planning to make any money within a year or two. I don't think so. By the time... By the time they pay for shelf space, logistics, distribution, and discount and return, yeah, mistakes, all that, I think they will make the money in a year or two. It takes time to get that supply chain going. So it is, for, for them, a good media, like we are talking, okay? Good free publicity. That's their getting. It's worth a million, by the way. It's worth a lot. All right, H.G. Parsa, professor of lodging management at the University of Denver. Thank you so much for joining us on the call. It was a pleasure getting to chat. This wonderful talk. Glad to be here. Thank you very much. This was a snippet from Business Casual with Daniel Litwin and Tyler Kern, your B2B morning radio show. Tune in Wednesdays and Fridays at 9 a.m. Central on the Simple Radio app or marketscale.com slash industries.